This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Failure to beat bottom side South End on Saturday left us and Nigel Clough feeling a little bar humbug. That was the sort of first half that was early on in the season and stuff. And it's for us, it's that completely and utterly unacceptable. The second we played properly in the second half and actually did our jobs properly and played with any sort of tempo and commitment and energy, we were camped in their half, got the goal and had enough situations and chances again to score two or three more. But we wasted 45 minutes of the game. After a miserable year on and off the pitch, we've had enough. So tonight we're going to try and put smiles back on faces not because Mansfield matters, but because it's Christmas! While we may be like Scrooge at the end of a Christmas carol, generously gifting point after point after point to our opposition, tonight on our Christmas special we'll be taking a look at the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present and the ghost of Christmas future as the Stags try to get back to the right end of the league table. to the final two games of the calendar year and have some festive fun all over the next hour. So go and pour yourselves a drink, crack open the quality street, don the Christmas jumpers, sit back and enjoy. This is a Mansfield Matters Christmas. Merry Christmas, one and all. It's that time of year again where we lose all sense of professionalism, not that there was any there in the first place, and bring you an hour and a bit-ish of utter madness. We'll talk about football, of course we will, but we'll also have some festive fun. Why? Because Mansfield matters, and at this time of year, Christmas matters too, although Cam's not got the memo and has forgot his Christmas jumper. Minus 10 points for you, Cam. Minus 10 points.
evening, one and all, and welcome to the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. It is indeed our Christmas special, a little bit different for you guys tonight. You guys at home, if you're watching on the Facebook feed live, you can get involved if you want. You can actually join the panel later in the show. In the bottom corner of the screen, right down there, uh, you can see a Zoom meeting ID and a Zoom passcode. If you want to get involved with the quiz, which is going to take place around uh, 7 o'clock, uh, then and you want to get on the Zoom and be in with a chance of winning prizes and beating Nathan and Cam, then feel free to join us. Uh, the code is right there for you to use. The password is there for you to use as well. We'll tell you uh, when that's uh, when that's uh, going to be. Um, I would say good evening to Cam Felton, but as soon as I mentioned Nathan, as the fact he forgot his Christmas jumper in the intro, he legged it off camera and has now just returned with a Christmas jumper um, as well. First and foremost, Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Edge. Merry, Merry Christmas. Good evening. Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Priest, and, uh, of course, everybody at home. Um, I suppose, and you as well, Cam, although... <laughs> Just the season of goodwill yeah. in that, isn't it? <laughs> oh, well, you know, you've got to be... Uh, I, I won't go as far as wishing it to any Chesterfield supporters out there, but um, <laughs> I'll wish it to Cam, just because I'm feeling jolly today. Absolutely, and you've got a very nice festive jumper going off, Nate. Now, obviously, throughout tonight's show, um, you get, you two will be set challenges, and, of course, you'll be involved with the quiz later as, on as well. Those of you who are watching after the game on Saturday, I set both of them a challenge. Cam's already failed that challenge by forgetting this Christmas jumper. Nathan, let's have a little... If you just uh, take uh, take your headphones off and stand up a little bit further back, let's have a little look at your festive attire. What's he got in his hair as well? <laughs> I've just noticed like that. It. It's kind of like a Pat Butcher earring sort of thing. I mean, that's a very... It's, it's on brand with the club. It's a very good festive jumper. Um, I, I mean... And he's gone for the little earring as well. I mean, I think I'll, I'll give... I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to give you, Nate, because these the ones where you go fetch and the ones where you mark. I'll, um, I'll be honest as well. I did have a second one for the left ear, completely but, forgetting that I'm going to be wearing headphones. So as I uh, don <laughs> the right one, this this one's worked out, this little I mean, that snowflake one, or icicle, whatever it is. That one, this one, no chance. That one's classic. Uh, well, Cam was already on minus two points uh, before the show. Um mainly for two reasons one he was going to ditch us for matlock tonight uh, and also it was and also he you know um didn't turn up on time that's why we started a little bit later um so he's already on minus two i'm not going to reveal what he's got oh, for his Christmas. zoom settings out. well yeah 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 show us your simon's fault technical issues all right show us your christmas jumper then it looks like a very doctor who one nathan's is a, is a stags club one is yours a doctor yeah, who one I've gone with this one. I, I, I actually haven't got another Christmas one, but this one, I'm going to fast forward to 2021 so 2020 can be done and over with already. No, he's, he's tried with the cheap gags to to, uh, to get the points. Yeah. I'll show you my festive uh, festive wear. Obviously, a, a lights jumper, but also, it all, where, where's the switch? It also, as you saw in the intro, it lights up as well. Uh, Have some of someone's that. Someone's got a bright idea. Absolutely. Uh, Look at that for banter. There you go. Uh, all up and running, all up and good. Let's get some of your comments in uh, tonight. I've just smashed my headphones out of my phone which is why you can hear yourselves coming back that was a great start to the show you can tell it's the christmas special i've literally smashed my headphones i'm not happy uh, there you go uh, let's go to some of your guys comments you can get this uh, uh get involved uh, in the comments as always uh, jamie kicks us off tonight and says merry christmas guys have a good one 
Uh, Nathan says, evening lads, have you seen the rumours um, about Danny Rose? What's your opinion? Then Jamie replies to that saying, it's fake. I haven't seen any rumours anyway. Uh, Jamie also says, we haven't got a good rec record on Boxing Day. And Clive says, leave Cam alone. I'm sure Cam will be getting plenty of hammer uh, through, uh, through the day. Well, let's have a look at... Um, all things football before we start with the quiz in about 15 minutes oh, uh, or so time yeah but i mean i mean just just for a little while just for a, just for a little bit just for a little bit just for a teensy teensy amount of time uh, let's have a look at saturday nath going back to that obviously a point against south end we could have really really done with all three and it's actually made boxing day really really big yet again for us hasn't it it has um you know, there's, there's, there's two aspects of, of uh, the match against Southend that are disappointing. First and foremost, obviously the result. Uh, you know, we said prior to the match, and we, we obviously spoke about it afterwards about it being a, uh, it, you know, basically was a six pointer despite uh, Nigel Clough and, and everyone else trying to play it down a little bit. Uh, it was because we are down at the wrong end of the table, um, and it, you know, a, a, certainly a defeat anyway would have made it really difficult. So it would have put them within just a point of us, but. You know, I guess if you're not going to win, don't lose. So at least we did manage that part. But it should have been, um, you know, at home, we needed to get that first win. We still haven't got it. Um, and, you know, it was an opportunity, really, that they're the ones that you need to be winning to get away. So we're still we're still in amongst it. And it, like you said there, it's made the, uh, the, the match on Boxing Day that, uh, you know, even more important. But the second point, apart from the result, has to be the, the performance. I was disappointed, you know, that certainly the first half anyway um mm. it, it it was like we rewound the clock, uh, clock a few uh a few months and gone back to where we sort of were a long time ago which um you know it's, it's disappointing when you consider how how we had improved performances so much and um you know you, you when you perform well you you do think you'll start getting results but we went backwards uh on Saturday. Yeah, one thing Nigel Clough said after the game came, obviously we didn't hear it until after we'd finished because it always sort of comes out whilst we're on air, was that, you know, he, he sort of regrets not making any changes and I certainly think come Boxing Day that changes will be made. Yeah, I don't think... Um, I think it, it will have thought about making changes but I suppose it'll have seen the last run of games and whilst it wasn't... It wasn't a great result at Carlisle. You'd think, well, there wasn't actually that much that you could have done. I think that was probably our strongest team and I think changes would have been for the sake of it. And now it's like, well, we've got to make changes because it just simply wasn't good enough performance and then just going forward was just was just terrible. So, you see, two, two more weeks and we can finally start making, he can actually start making changes. And I'm, I'm sure he's already got a few ideas of, who he wants to bring in, who he wants to let go, and actually really get his 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 foot on the team and uh, make his make his mark on it. Yeah, and of course, uh, Jamie uh, in the comments says we'd need to play football for 90 minutes instead of 45 which I'm sure Nigel Clough will be drilling and instilling into the boys I'm sure also tonight uh, Nathan will have one eye on a game which is uh, really huge around us it's, it's the uh, the sandwich around us tonight Grimsby in 19th uh, above us they're at home to uh, Bradford in 21st behind us of course Grimsby two points ahead of us in the league standings Bradford uh, on level points uh, than us uh, tonight so a Grimsby win would see them pull four points no not four points uh, what's that five points clear uh, of us whereas obviously um, a Bradford win would put them three points clear as well surely we're all hoping for a draw then in that one tonight kick off at seven o'clock in that one 
Um, I mean, personally, I'm hoping for a Grimsby win. Uh, simply the, the the fact that even a draw, we, we still drop a place. I know we can obviously jump above them again if we do, if we get a result that's come for. But as far as I'm concerned at the moment, whoever's below us in the table, I want to lose whilst we're not winning. So if we're winning, it's a different different ball game then because obviously you've got chances of um, you're catching those teams above us. But at the moment, we're not. So I just want to make sure we stay clear as that, as that you know, you know the people below us as much as we can. So um, you could argue that a draw would be an okay result, but I would at the moment prefer a Grimsby win just to keep uh, Bradford below us. And what about you, yeah. Cam? Are you on the same lines as Nate with that one? Yeah, I'd say so. I think we've well, see, we've got no momentum, so we might as well just let teams knock the stuff in out of those below us because. If those below us aren't going to catch us, then it's like, we do have to worry about our results. But as long as those below us keep losing as well, then I suppose it's not the end of the world, in a way. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I think Nathan's definitely got a a good point about, um, you know, those, uh, those below us not winning, which I think is is nailed on. I think there's a mini league forming down there now. I mean, a lot of it is, you know, you can sort of get wrapped up in not looking too far ahead and, you know, not panicking because it's still early in the season. But for me, Christmas time is when things start to take shape. I know that, you know, the season started a lot later than, than what it did, but you're starting to find your form a little bit. The next transfer window is round the corner. It's not just an opportunity for us to improve, Nate. It's an opportunity for teams around us to improve as well you know Bradford they won't have anticipated being in this position at the start of the season so they're going to want to strengthen other teams down there exactly in the same boat Grimsby although they've got x amount of off the field sort of uh, bits going off they'll want to add one or two more you know what Ian Holloway's like so it's not just you know unique to us is it it's the same for everybody and it's all about how you react to it Exactly. I mean, we've spoken a little bit in the past about, uh, in, in you know, in previous podcasts about how we might have a little bit of advantage in the current climate because we are in a in a, in a decent uh, financial position. So you'd like to think that will help us with the recruitment in January. Um, but you can bring in who you want. It doesn't mean we're still going to click. There's still a lot of hard work to do, and we're still going to have a lot of the players that we've got currently in the, you know, in the building that we need to that need to up their games. But you tend to see it after probably not so much in January because um, you know you, you, it's a whole month obviously the transfer window being open. So, but certainly as that you start getting towards the end of next month and into February, February every season you sort of see a couple of teams that are down there will go on a run and, and you know and, and climb up that table a little bit, and you also see a couple of others drop you know get dragged right into it. So, um, you know we just got to hope that we are one of those teams that can put a bit of a run together it only has to be a few games to be honest just to get us a little bit further up that table and uh and, and you know get a bit of a gap between uh, ourselves and the and, and the bottom two because let's face it that's all that matters at the moment that that bottom two and making sure we're away from that i don't really care about too much else i just want to stay clear yeah exactly pedro says that first half was painful on saturday but at least we came out better second half trying to be positive nothing in the final third again also what's with the pitch yeah it's been a you know, Mez does a, a phenomenal job year in, year out with the pitch cam. Um, it's no secret this summer he spent more time working on the, the RH and, and getting that up to standard, getting those pitches up there up to standard because we know they were really, really far off, further away than what we perhaps thought they were, especially under uh, under Dave. And in fact, it, it took 
perhaps until sort of last, you know, October, November time to for the boys to properly move in there full-time underground Cochrane. So we know a lot of work has gone there. But as a result of that, because you can't be in two places at once, you know, he's not a magician, although he has done magical things in the past for us. The home pitch, the pitch at the one-course stadium has suffered a little bit and, uh, you know, it it's, doesn't exactly suit the way Nigel Clough wants us to play um, at the minute. Yeah, exactly. I suppose from March till, what, July, being on furlough or whatever and not actually physically being allowed to do anything has played a massive part. So he's literally, all his pre-season stuff been rammed into end of July and August and and then I think every time that I've watched a home game when I've been back in Manchester I've, I've messaged you guys it's been raining it's been raining you literally do send that message every week but, I mean it has it just seems that every time that we've played it's absolutely chucked it down all day or before the game and the pitch has just been really heavy and it's no wonder that it's now taking its toll because we've just had really poor weather this year yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's certain. Uh, it, it's certainly a, a point which I actually didn't think of, Nath. Actually, the, the the furlough situation. I know a lot of the ground staff, you know, the support team were were certainly furloughed as well. So that's another thing we, we've not taken in, into consideration. And uh, you know, I imagine he'll be begging for the summer to come so we can actually rip it up and start again. Yeah, I mean, it's not. You know, as as you said earlier, Mez does do a a terrific job uh, along with, with with Scott who. Who works with them as well, but like I say you can't. One, it's one thing um, you can't manage one pitch on your own, that's for sure. But when you've also got, uh, you know, the number of pitches we've got at uh, the RH Academy as well, it's just been been one of those sort of situations, hasn't it? Where it's been, it would have been tough enough under the circumstances anyway. But then trying to uh, split yourself between the, the two areas and with a lot more to, to manage, it's uh, and the fact that because of the situation we haven't probably invested in the pitch by you know we do some you know rip it up and uh and, and replant it etc where that's not happened now for a, for a couple of years so which is again understandably why you can't uh complain at that given the situation so um you know i think it's we, we've got to deal with it it's league two we can't say uh you know it's it's that uh you know it's it, that bad you know you are we are going to go to away games uh throughout the season uh teams are going to have worse pitches as well so yeah it's not like we play on uh, pristine pitches every. I mean, week we played we played Newport quite early, and you know, even even at that stage of the season for Newport, the pitch was wasn't in great condition, and that's after about three yeah. or four games. So you can play them on opening day, and it's the worst pitch in the league, actually. So it's certainly not the worst. One of the worst places to go, isn't it? That's yeah, that is true. Many a nightmare <laughs> at Newport for sure, and yeah. I think that's another thing to consider as well. You know, not just the the furlough thing, but Mez. And his ground staff, you know, Scott does a lot of work with with the, the kit and, and all of that stuff. The, the ground staff is actually a short short um, department. It's not a not a not a massive department at all. And when you think, you know, they're not just looking after the pitch at the ground; they're looking after ground maintenance. Then they're looking after the maintenance of, um, you know, the RH as well, which has got three full size grass pitches, X amount of little pitches, a three G as well. There's a, certainly a lot of work there for for them to spread in. You know, well, I think we, we, as much as we sort of sit on match day and look at the pitch and sort of grimace a little bit, Cam, we've got to give them a lot of credit at the same time as well. Yeah, we do. And it, it is frustrating when, when the pitch is uh, not as good as it usually is because it, it does affect our football. I think it's something that we mentioned in uh, in the, 
the post-match that they just can't get the, the midfielders can't get into the game because you can't get the ball down and run with it because the ball just doesn't go and it's it's frustrating but we've also played a lot of home games recently and I suppose we've now got a, a two-week gap where we can uh, where Mez can really get on get the drainers on uh, get the uh, foam roller on get some moisture uh, get some water off it and just do what he can I suppose and it's just difficult because we, when we've been playing Saturday, Tuesday every week, and it's and it's like when he's also got to travel to the games as well because of kit and whatever. That's a day loss because he's travelling to a game. So uh, going to like your Cheltenham, for example, or your Carlisle's. A little I don't bit think Mez travels to games anymore. I think it's uh, TB. Does he not travel? Yeah, I know yeah. he used to. I think Scott and TB now. Yeah. So, but it's still the thing is that. I understand we can't, you know, it is a bit frustrating with it being our own our own ground a little bit, but it's not like we're playing silky football every week. No. You know, we're not uh, we're not at that <laughs> level yet. I think we might want to get there, or you know, we want to. We have been trying to get the ball down, certainly more than what we were under under Cochrane, but you know, we can't. I don't. I don't think we can use that as too much of an excuse. You know, we're, other sides have, have come to us and they've they've still managed to uh, to deal with the pitch and and find a way to win the game. So that should be part of uh, part of our game. We and the fact that we're on that pitch more than the opposition, we still should have uh, have the advantage with that. So um, if yes, if we were Brazil and we were or, you know Man City or whatever and had the ball on the you know this uh, absolute regime of keeping it on the floor, so I, I don't think we are. Yeah, we have been getting better, but I don't think we are at that point. So I, I don't, I, for me, I don't think we, it's an excuse that we can be using that much, to be honest. Absolutely right. Well, we've got nine minutes exactly before this meeting will end and kick us out because we're on the, the cheap Zoom and then we'll get, do the uh, the normal, uh, we'll do do the, the, the fun quiz, I'll tell you, the, the meeting ID, etc. Uh, to join. So let's go through a few of these comments and try and answer as many as we can before we hear from uh, Nigel Clough, which is a nice strategic place uh, from me. Um, let's have a look at some of these comments. Um, Andy says, who needs to be moved on to create some budget for Nigel? Well, this is the million dollar question, isn't it, Cam? Because the players who would command a fee and a decent fee to, you know, to help add to that already sort of um, accumulated from the sales in the summer are probably our best players. You're looking at, you know, your, your likes of Ryan Sweeney and Nicky Maynard might command a bit maybe George Maris, but you wouldn't want to see those players go out the door. The players that you sort of, you know, maybe need to offload aren't really going to command that much, are they? So a lot of it's going to be sort of, you know, budget tightening and, and sort of maybe eating into next season's budget a little bit. Yeah, but I suppose it's it's something that we've got to do now because we're, we're in a bad position and we, we've got to do something at the end of the day. And it's, it's rubbish because we need to... Obviously, this year has been has been mental financially as well. So we've got to look at what's going to be good for the books. How can we do this, that, and the other without going over the wage um, cap and the financial fair play and everything as well? That's something else we've got to take into account. Cause we've spent a, a fair amount in the summer. So we can't just go out and try and buy the league in January as well. Yeah, it's certainly one thing we're going to have to... Um, consider as well um, Andy says when we were talking about the mini league at the bottom yes two from six to go down um, Kevin says the pitch is looking very bad uh, in the past it's been good Jamie says we just need to get a win Paul says the rumours uh, around Danny Rose are that he wants to leave Northampton that's 
Another one for another day, I think, on that one. Uh, Clive says, on the plus point, Mez isn't short of potatoes heading into Christmas. Um, Paul says, when you talk about the pitch at Phil Mill, you need to take, you need to see the grass on my back garden. That's exactly the same at the moment. Callum says, the pitch might come into our advantage when we play a team that likes to play on the floor. Carlisle, for example. I suppose that's one way of looking at it, Nathan, as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, and to be fair, we've probably played better against some of the the, the higher you know the, that sort of that sort of team albeit most of them have been away but i'd like to think at home uh, i think that you know comes right in the comment it probably we, we should be we should make sure we you know it is to have an advantage so whether we have to slightly adjust our game or, or you know a little bit you know we've, we've got that opportunity we should get used to playing on our pitch even if we have to, I know it's probably going to make it a little bit worse, but even train on it every, just every now and then, every couple of weeks or whatever, um, you know, just to get used to it a bit more, should you know, that should put us in a, a bit of an advantage. Yeah, it's the, it's the whole mindset thing again, isn't it? It's those little things which you can do, those little 1%, as Adam Murray used to say, which used to, um, you know, which certainly uh, add up. Very, very briefly, let's have a little look ahead to um, the final two games of this calendar year. Obviously, Boxing Day, Nath, massive game. Scunthorpe away, but we've already beaten once at their place. Let's hope we can do the same again. Yeah, we did beat them, although it was two very different sides. We, I, I'd probably say we had a few more first-teamers in than, than they did, to be honest. Um, uh, so we both changed the teams quite a lot, being the, being the cup. Yeah, we were both out at that point as well, it's worth noting. Absolutely. So there was not really much on it. And to be fair, they gave us a pretty good game, so... It wasn't like we went there and won comfortably at all. So uh, I'm not taking too much from that. Uh, obviously, they had been on a bit of a run. They've, they've, they've started to drop a little bit again, which could be good for us. Um, but going by that, their game with Grimsby, it was very poor. Wasn't many chances by for either side. Um, so it could be a repeat. But unfortunately for us, a, sp- a spectacle, it might not be... A, the greatest uh, spectacle out there, unfortunately. But if we can get a 1-0 win off of someone's uh, chin or whatever, I'll take it. And then, Cam, a side that you know all about, Salford, of course, to finish the year off. What are we to expect from them? Well, aren't you funny? <laughs> I thought you were the Salford... It's, it's Matlock now, remember? Oh, of course it is. Yeah, oh, sorry. Shut up. Sorry, sorry, of course it is. Yeah, I do forget. I do forget. Shush. It'll so be t- it's still going to be a tough game though. Obviously, you know they they they're at the fight at the other end of the table. They want to go into the next calendar year, come with a uh, a bit of a bounce and a bit of a zip, very briefly. Yeah, they do, and I suppose when I mean the expectations for this season are as high for them as they were for us. Obviously, another team that's that's spent in the summer and got high expectations. Especially, I think they've got more expectations than we have, considering who their owners are and. That's why there's just so much pressure on them, and I think it's uh, they're dealing with the pressure well so far. Um, obviously, sat Graham Alexander and got um, Paul Scholes were in charge for a bit. Who's in charge now? Is it still Scholes? Richie, Richie Wellens. Oh. Come on, you call Wellens. yourself a Salford fan. Wellens, Wellens ball. Who doesn't love Wellens ball? Um, but yeah, so they're on a decent run of form, and I suppose it's just like let's just go and go and spoil the party. They've had a they'll have a nice Christmas. Let's go and ruin their new year for them. Let's go, and, the new year. go and ruin the new year indeed. Well, there you go. Uh, thoughts of Cam Felton wanting them to ruin their new year. Well, uh, he mentioned the word Christmas there. We're going to be kicking off with our Christmas uh, quiz and games 
in around five minutes time we're going to hear from Nigel Clough and Jordan Bowery in just a moment if you want to join us on the Mansfield Matters uh, quiz on Zoom you can do you will get on screen you'll get to play along with Nathan Cam you can meet me Nathan Cam virtually you can interact with us chat to us and play along if you don't want to be on camera and you don't want to be uh, on the Zoom then you can play along in the comments if you want to as well but we'd absolutely love for you guys to come and get on this Zoom with us um, in the next five minutes as well. You know, we've done a lot this year um, with the post-match shows and all the pre-match stuff, trying to keep everybody connected through the lockdown. We know Christmas isn't going to be uh, as fun as we want it to be with all the restrictions and everything. So come and have a laugh with us right now. Get involved with this and, uh, you know, just have a bit of fun. Get a drink and, uh, and have a laugh. There'll be some Christmas questions, some general knowledge questions, some stags questions, and some other little bits of games as well. So get involved. The meeting ID is in the bottom corner of the screen, but if you want to write it down, you can do so. It's 322-081-7274. 322-081-7274. And the passcode, all in capitals, is MMPOD20. 322-081-7274 and then it's passcode MMPOD20 come and join us on Zoom if you want to do so Um, we'll uh, start letting people in the next 5 minutes or so if you want to do so and you can get involved in the comments as well very quickly Nathan in uh, 10 seconds what are you expecting from the uh, Mansfield Matters quiz are you going to beat Cam this year well, I'll give it my best, but we all know I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate a good quiz. Cam, are you going to beat Nathan this year? Oh, I've got to. Oh, you've got to. You've got to. One, one throw so far this season on quizzes. Well, well, there you go. So, you know, there is pride at stake. Right. We're going to hear from Stag's boss, Nigel Clough, which is a great time for you two to log out and log back in again. Um, and uh, uh, And we'll hear what he has to say. Uh, we'll, we'll hear what he had to say following uh, that uh, one-all draw at home to Southend United on Saturday. Here's Nigel Clough speaking to I Follow Stags. Massively missed opportunity to get three points. That first home win in the league, first half when we chatted yesterday, I regretted my words straight away when I, you said about playing the same team. And I said, well, we've not really had any performances where it's been really below par. Uh, that was before the first 45 minutes today. That was, oh, wow, uh, by far the worst we've had since we've been here. Uh, unbelievably disappointed uh, in every aspect of that first half performance. We've just been had a brief chat about it now, and you know, you, you come in into a new job, and you, you sort of the first few weeks, you know, that you have an impact and everything, and then the players tend to sort of revert to type, I think. And from what we've just been chatting there from the people who've been here before, that was the sort of first half that was early on in the season and stuff. And it's for us, it's that completely and utterly unacceptable. Uh, the second we played properly in the second half. Uh, and actually did our jobs properly and played with any sort of tempo and commitment and energy. Uh, we were camped in their half, got the goal and had enough situations and chances again to score two or three more. But we wasted 45 minutes of the game and that's what's cost us the three points. We watch every game back, every minute of every game. Uh, but we were pretty much uh, know what the problems were and we tried to put it right to a certain degree at half-time. Uh, and it's nothing to do with formations, it's how, it's how you go about doing your job within whatever given formation. 
uh, and we didn't do that in the first half. Let's just play properly. Let's get the ball wide. Let's get some crosses in. Let's play with some energy, and we're at home, and let's play, get some tackles in, and uh, and play proper what we call proper football. The pitch out there isn't conducive to knocking it about, and you know, and everything. That's fine. Uh, but I thought we played some good football in the second half despite the conditions and that's all we ask of the players what you saw second half is all we ask and all we've asked from day one that's Nigel Clough speaking to I follow stags earlier this week if you want to get involved with our um, with our little zoom game show then you can do so in just a second first though let's get more reaction from Saturday's one or draw let's hear from the goal scorer let's hear from Jordan Bowery Good to get the goal back and make it a, a draw, but disappointing for, we are, for how we played in the first half and not to be getting the three points. We're down there at the minute, so we need to be getting as many points as we can in a way. It's, it's a bit of a disappointment. I can't put my finger on it, to be honest. It was just it was disappointing. We knew it. We come in at half-time and we knew it. The gaffer knew it. We weren't happy and they weren't happy. Um, we just looked like we didn't really know what was doing at times. And... Um, as soon as they got that goal, it gave them a, a lot of confidence. We came out second half and it was a completely different story. Um, if we can just play like that for, for both halves, we'll, we'll be cruising. We should be um, putting a few past them, but it obviously didn't go to plan. We got in there disappointed knowing that it was a very low performance. And the gaffer's come in and he's um, gave us a, a good telling off, to be honest, and we deserved it. So... Um, We've gone out there and we've changed formation and it's made it's made a difference. So um, hopefully we can um, go out next game and, and have a good good two-offs. Obviously, they're below us. We don't need them getting that advantage with the, with the three points. Um, so it's good in the way for the, for the table um, and we haven't got a loss. So in that in that way, it's a good point. But... Um, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I can't remember too too much about. It. I just obviously hit it. I don't know if the whether the keeper should have done better. I, I don't know. So yeah, I'm just glad to get that that goal. Finally, get one for it. It's been a while, but um, it's just the main thing that we that we got the got the point. That's Jordan Bowery speaking to I follow Stags after that one all draw, um, of course, on Saturday at home to Southend United. If you fancy joining us on Zoom. We are now starting to admit people if you want to. I've got my eye on the uh, waiting room and everything. Um, come and join me, Nathan and Cam, if you want to do so. The meeting ID is 322-081-7274. The passcode is MMPOD20, all in capitals. Um, we'll keep it open for about five minutes or so, and then I'll uh, lock the room. Um, you can play along in the comments if you wish to do so as well. Um, whilst we give you time to log in or think about logging in, time to set Nathan and Cam a Christmas task. Right then, are you two ready for a Christmas task? Go on then. Cam, are you ready? Ish. Okay, well, Christmas is all about presents, okay? Um, and, of course, um, and of course, snacks. Um, we'll come to the presents later on. But to kickstart us this time, I want you two to fetch me um, what you think would be my favourite Christmas snack. Off you go. Oh, so, so Nathan and Cam have now got to leave Zoom or leave the cameras running and run around their house trying to find me a Christmas snack. I don't know what more could be uh, could be better. 
Nathan has gone. Cam has stayed there. Cam's got no idea what to fetch. Is he? Are you ordering me like a McDonald's or something, Cam? Is that what's going off? No, I'm done already. Cam's done already. Well, there you go. We'll wait until Nathan gets back then. So how this is going to work then, basically, uh, is this. If you want to play along in the comments, you can do so um, in terms of the quiz questions. I'm going to give Nathan and Cam... X amount of um, X amount of points for things they go and fetch, things they do, things they um, things they achieve, um, which they're not going to know the points of. I've got the points here. They're not going to know what points they've got. Obviously, they're going to mark their own quiz questions. So the idea is they've got a rough idea of where they come in the quiz, but they won't know the true identity of the winner. Um, Jamie in the comments says biscuits. Well, if you, uh, I'm going to give you uh, five points. Jamie, I might up that to 10 if you can tell me what biscuits specifically that I would like. Um, I'm, I've just realised that we might have killed Nathan because we've sent a blind man running off around his house. I mean, I know he knows the layout of his house. Oh, it's alright, he's, he's come back. Wait, should put his headphones on. I was just saying, Nath, that I thought I might have killed you for a second because I realised that we'd given you a time limit and made you run around your house. And obviously, being blind in that is not the greatest thing. And I was just about to explain that you do know the layout of your own house, but... I just felt a bit mean for a second. Yes, yes I do. But, um, I mean, it would have been fine if uh, Emma hadn't moved things. Like, I actually knew exactly where this item was. I thought, actually, this will work. Go downstairs. It's not there anymore. <laughs> okay. It's not like her to clean up. Like, it's unbelievable. Well, just... Oh! oh shots fired to the mother oh. of... To the mother-to-be of your child. Shocking. Well, you know, you Shocking work at Christmas. Uh, Jamie in the comments said, by the way, in terms of snack biscuits and to get chocolate ones, I can tell you that he'd get seven points for that. There is a biscuit which would top that. Um, but it all depends on what you've got me as well. Cam didn't move, Nath, so I'm going to come to Cam first because he seems pretty confident about this. Like Cam, what that. snack are you giving me for Christmas? What flavour? Yeah, what flavour? Sour cream and chive. Oh, no. How can you not? No, that's terrible. I mean, I'll give you one... I mean, I'll give you... I'll award you something for Pringles, but the flavour was all over the place. And the half-hearted nature of you just grabbing the first thing which was around you. I'm quite insulted by this. I spent at least two minutes putting this quiz together today. That's two minutes of my time, which I could have had better spent. Could have played football manager for an extra game, and you've just given me half. I bet they're even half eaten, aren't they, as well? No, full. Oh. Full two. Mm, don't know. Come on, I Nathan, mean, save the day. Know, you could do something for 30 seconds and have a, half, a minute and a half of doing nothing. I know what you're like. <sighs> well, I can deduct points, Cam, don't forget that. Come on, Nathan, what have you got for me? Well, I know you said Christmas, but you know how well I know you as well. Yes. So, Christmas or not? <laughs> Selects oh, from McDonald's. Oh dear. Do you want to know what Craig was saying? Whilst That's we're a, you can select box as well. That I don't know. You know. Yeah. Do you want to know what Craig was saying? Waiting for you. Oh, can what are you doing? Are you ordering me a McDonald's or something? <laughs> I, I actually did. I didn't. I genuinely didn't think that you know you would come back with that. 
I mean, it's almost like you've, you uh, know I'll what. Let Jason have that. You can have that. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how many points he's got for that, but he's definitely <laughs> up there. Uh, Jamie, by the way, in the comments says hobnobs. I'm going to have to take a point off that, Jamie. I'm afraid. Um, I'll tell you. Um, you would have scored. Um, neither of you has scored the full ten points, um, unfortunately. Nathan, mainly because you know yours is an it's it's a box. I appreciate the sentiment. It's a box, but it's a box. Not I, snack. It's no, it is a snack. Behave yourself. It's not a snack. It's, it, it's on the snack menu. It's a substantial meal. You go onto the menu at McDonald's and look at snacks. Correct. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, so yeah, it's um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's gonna yeah. Um, so yeah, what was I saying? Well, no, I'd say so. Nathan doesn't get the full amount of points for it, but it's because it's a box and I can't physically have it. That's what's withdrawing. If you know, had I been able to eat those, I might have well, awarded. Well, I mean, you did say just higher. what your favourite snack would be. You didn't say you need to be able to like have it. That's it? true. That's true. I just thought you two might have you know used your initiative, but there you go. Uh, right, time for you to get uh, a pen and paper cam. Also, um, oh, Jamie's just put in the comments, malted milk chocolate. No, I'm going to have to take another point off you. Malted milk, worst biscuit on the planet. One of the worst biscuits on the planet. It's up there with rich tea for me. That's a different podcast for a different time. Um, cam, you need to get yourself a pen and paper <laughs> or something to, to write. And Nathan, you need to, start, uh, to start up a, a Word document. Um, uh, awesome. Right then. Let's um, let's get going with the uh, Christmas quiz. There's ten questions um, in this round. I'll try and rattle through them as quickly as I can. Uh, we'll do the answers at the end. Are you both ready? If you want to play at home, yeah. play along at home. Yeah. By the way, um, all you need to do is just write your answers down, and then obviously when I give you the answers, count up how many points you've got. Right here we go. Christmas round is up and running. Question one: In Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, which hotel does Kevin check into using his dad's credit card? So question one, in Home Alone 2, lost in New York, which hotel does Kevin check into using his dad's credit card? Put your hand up when, or give me a thumbs up when you are ready for the next question. I'm ready, all right. I've never seen it. What? I hate Home Alone. What? What? I hate the entire series. What? Should I just leave now? Yes, in fact, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm... No, you can't do that. Yep. Yeah, I can. I can. All I know that is that Donald Trump's in it. That, that's just for the meme culture and all that. But never, no, I've never watched it all the way through. Get out, Nathan. If you answered it, if you, if you, yeah, I'm right. good. Okay, question two. Oh, by the way, there was a bonus point for that, but Cam's ruined it already, and so I'm not going to bother with that one. Question two. In which film does Hugh Grant's character dance down the stairs of Number Ten Downing Street? Put your thumbs up when you've written it down. In which film does Hugh Grant's character dance down the stairs of number 10 Downing Street? Thumbs up in front of the cameras when you've done. Chris, these are all Christmas themed, by the way. Nathan's ready. Cam, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, question three. Which small creatures wreak havoc at Christmas after they, after they are fed after midnight and get wet? Which small creatures wreak havoc at Christmas after they are fed and after midnight and get wet? Thumbs up when you've got it. Cam's got it. Nathan, have you got it? Yep. All good. Right, question number four. In which 2009 film does Hollywood come to Coventry 
to watch a certain play of the same name. Easy one, this. Thumbs up when you've got it. Nathan's ready. Cammy, you got it. All good. Right, question number five. In Elf, what is the best way to spread Christmas cheer? In the film Elf, what is the best way to spread to spread Christmas cheer? Nathan's got it. Has Cam got it? Cam's got it. Okay. Here we go. Question number six. If you added up all the items as individual items in the 12 days of Christmas, how many items would you have? So I'm not looking for, for example, you would get three on the second day. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for them as individual items. So 12, 11, and so on and so on and so on. Um, so how many items would you get if you added them all up in the 12 days of Christmas? Give me a thumbs up when you think you've got that. Nathan, have you got it? No, he's not got it yet. Cam, have you got it? Cam's not got it yet. He's thinking it's a deep thought. I'm going to have to hurry you. Nathan's got it. Okay, Cam, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to just pluck a number out of the air. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Right. He's got it. Right, okay. Uh, I'm going to give you 30... Well, I'm not going to give you 30 seconds. This is what I'm going to do. Obviously, you know that there are 12 days in the 12 days of Christmas, which... And I could see, Nathan, you sort of trying to sing it in your head. Okay. How many... Do you think you could get? Give me a number of how many you think you know of what the 12 items are. The person with the highest is going to have the chance to earn a bonus point for everyone they get right. So, Nathan, give me a number of how many you think you can get. Jeez. Um, probably about four. Cam, any advances on four? Five. Oh, okay, he's going for five, right. Uh, Cam... Uh, you've got Nathan first. No, 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 no. You've got you've got to get all oh, your five. You, it was it? the highest number. Person who bidded the highest gets the chance okay. to try and win right. the double points. Right. Okay. Um, Off you go. Partridge in a pear tree. Got to sing it. Two turtle doves. Three French hens. Uh, five gold rings and twelve lords are leaping. Oh, he's got it wrong! He's got oh. it wrong! Oh, oh, oh what did he get wrong? I don't know. Oh, he's got it wrong, Nathan, Nathan, I don't Nathan. Know, I just got, just blanked. Oh. Absolutely blanked it. Nathan, I'm going to give you um, the four that the four points which Cam got right. You were right, Cam. That what you said? Did you say Piper's piping? Did you for the last one? No, twelve. Oh. Twelve lords are leaping. leaping. It's actually ten lords are leaping. We'll come, it's 12, 12 drummers drumming, 11 pipers piping, 10 lords are leaping, 9 ladies dancing, 8 maids are milking, 7 swans are swimming, 6 geese are laying, all together, 5 gold, all together, 5 gold, okay, gold, 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 oh this is not going well is it, 4 calling <laughs> birds, 3 french hens, 2 turtle doves and a partridge in a bloody pear tree, question number 7, I can't, I can't sing that song the same way anymore because we made a fantastic version 
um, many, well, last year. So well, that's, that song's different. Very, very true. I can't remember the lyrics to that, by the way, which is a shame because we could have used it. I've still got the, the recording. I came across it the other day. Yes, find it and it's send it me. Public, no, find it, find it and send it me. I need to hear it. Okay, question number seven of the Christmas round. What is the name of the much sought after doll that Arnold Schwarzenegger fights over in Jingle All the Way? What is the name of the much sought after doll that Arnold Schwarzenegger fights over in Jingle All the Way? Thumbs up when you've got it. Cam's had a guess. He thinks he knows. Nathan's got it right. Smile on his face says that he's got it as well. I'm not a fan of Christmas films. I've not seen these films. You're to be honest, such Cam, a, neither am I. So such a grinch. Such a grinch. Uh, question, well, no- I'm many. question number eight. How many Christmas dinners does Geraldine Granger have in the Christmas special of The Vicar of Dibley? And I'm not what? even going to bother with the bonus because you, neither of you have seen it. So... The, uh. Next. <laughs> okay. This one you should get. Question number nine. Who proposes to who in the 2008 Gavin and Stacey Christmas special? <laughs> um... This is awkward. You don't know, do you? Cam's got no idea. Never seen it. Oh, come on. Never seen Gavin and Stacey. Christmas quiz is going down really, really well. Nathan, have you got it? (laughs) Christmas books. Okay. Right, well, you never. You're never. I know. You're never going to get. You're never going to get this one, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Which British monarch delivered the first ever Christmas message? And in which year for a bonus point? Which British monarch delivered the first ever Christmas message? And in which year for a bonus point? <laughs> Ridiculous question. <laughs> I'll tell the missus you said this, because these are all her questions. If you're playing along If you're playing along at home, uh, we're gonna give you the answers to that round in just a second as well. So uh, yeah, we can tell you what you you can work out what you've got. I'll give you a couple of seconds just to think about that, and then we'll go through the answers. So the last question: Which British monarch delivered the first ever Christmas message, and for a bonus point, in what year? Now, Cam, we need to address the fact that you've never seen Home Alone. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Home Alone is awful. It is terrible. Home Alone is the best Christmas film on the market. No, it's not. There has not been a good Christmas film since. There wasn't one before, and there won't be one since. I've I've seen quite a few good ones this year, but I mean, I'm I'm with you, though. I hope there's any beating Home Alone, and I'm disgusted. Have you actually tried to watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I have, and that's the worst thing. Jeez. Stop. I I end up doing something that I flick through my phone or turn it off or watch YouTube. Anything not to watch it. I hate it. Home Alone. I mean, if you want to watch Nathan and Emma instead on YouTube, that is fine, but... Oh, yes, I will. Yes, yeah, but... I, I was straight on it as soon as you uploaded um, earlier <laughs> oh, in the week. Wonderful. But still, Home Alone, there's... I'm, I'm, I can't believe it. I've never... You're the first person I've met that doesn't rate Home Alone. Yeah. No, I've it. literally never met anybody. Genuinely despise it. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, you even, in your little thing, which we'll hear later, you actually said Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, which is from the film Home Alone. Is. That is true. Yeah, I know the quote. I know bits and bobs from it, but I've ne- I've never watched the entire thing all the way through. It's got like a pigeon person in it, and that's definitely me, but with parrots. 
oh, just ridiculous. That's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Nate, but I'll let you have well, it. We're talking about Home Alone in uh, you Jay- <laughs> Jamie in the comments says, I love Santa Claus, the movie 1985. Yet to watch that. I'm going to watch that this year. We've got a box of Christmas films. We're going oh, to watch. no, 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 no. Best Christmas film, Miracle on 34th Street. No, best Christmas film. We've already been through this. It's Home Alone. No, it's not. No, it it's is. not. Don't make me mute you because I will. Right. Uh, let's go through the answers. Right. Mark these as you go along and then I'll ask you for your scores at the end. In Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, which hotel does Kevin check into using his dad's credit card? The correct answer, Nathan Edge, is... The plaza. It is indeed correct. Well done, yeah. one point for you. What did you write down, Cam? Other than, did you write down Travel Lodge or? No, I didn't quite anything. Premier in. Okay. I'm going to give you a bonus point though, Cam, because you did mention that Donald Trump is in it. That was my bonus question. So you can give yourself a point. So <laughs> yeah, all is not point. lost. Question two, mm. in which film does Hugh Grant's character dance down the stairs of number 10 Downing Street? It is, of course, Love Actually. Well done if you got that. Did you get it, get it Nath? Nope. Nope. Cam did that. Cam, yeah. did you get it either? No, I've seen it. No. Oh, shocking. Have you watched... No, I'm not even going to go there. Um, which <laughs> Question three, which small creatures wreak havoc at Christmas after they are fed after midnight and get wet? It's gremlins. Did you get that, Nath? Craig's missed. No. Shut up, Nath. <laughs> Shut up, Cameron Felton. And we don't make me destroy you, because I can. Um... <laughs> Uh, question number four in which 2009 film does Hollywood come to Coventry to watch a certain play by the same name it is of course Nativity which is a close second hey. to Home Alone as a, as a good, um, I got good film that. oh no it's awful well, it's not um, let's admit somebody into the into the room and, and help you guys out ladies and gentlemen say hello to long time viewer and uh, contributor it's Clive hey. good evening Clive how are hey. you my friend are you well hey. welcome Clive can you hear us? Turn your mic on. Oh, oh there he hey, is. There he is. Uh, so we're just going through the answers in the minute, Clive, to uh, our uh, to our Christmas round. Um, but Cam and Nathan have both done absolutely woefully. Um, so in the next couple of rounds, you never know, you might you might beat them already. Let's have a little look at the Christmas jumper. And I see you've got some Christmas attire there as well. Uh, what have you you've got? You've got a Christmas ice cream. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, love love that and loving a. Bit of a Christmas, uh, Christmassy, bluey sort of jumper as well. Uh, yeah, I'll give that a give that a score. Um, by the way, is that your is that your entrance for uh, a snack? The ice cream, uh, the ice cream, Clive. Is that your your snack entry? This is my pudding. That's your pudding, right? Okay. So knowing me as knowing me as you do, albeit brief, albeit um, briefly, uh, what would you say is my uh, favourite snack to have at Christmas? This can get you some more bonus points. Um, sweet and sour sausage roll. It was going so well. It was going, it was going so well. Uh, right, let's rattle through the rest of the answers to the uh, the Christmas round, and then uh, we'll move on to the uh, stags round uh, and the general knowledge round as well. Um, by the way, very very quickly, Clive, uh, thoughts on Home Alone as a Christmas movie? Brilliant or or woeful? Woeful. Get out. Yes. Shocking. Come on. Absolutely yes, shocking. Thank Ab- you. Absolutely shocking. Uh, question five, Question five. Nathan and Cam was in Elf. What's the best way to spread Christmas cheer? The answer by singing loud for all to hear. By singing loud oh. for all to hear. Uh, question six. If you added up all the items in the 12 days of Christmas, how many items would you have? Uh, it was uh, 78. So well done yeah. if you got that. Um, oh, well yes. done. Um, question seven was what is the name of the much sought after doll that Arnold Schwarzenegger fights over in Jingle All The Way it's Turbo Man oh I was close I said Gloria <laughs> Gloria uh, 
Uh, question eight was how many Christmas dinners does Geraldine have in the Vicar of Dibley? It's it is four. So well done if you get that. Um, Who proposes in uh, to who in the two thousand and eight Christmas special? Um, It is uh, Dave to Nessa. Uh, So well done if you got that. Um, And uh, which British monarch uh, delivered the first Christmas message? Um, It was George V in the year. King George V, come on. King George V, can get one right, in the year 1932. So there you go. Uh, By the way... I didn't get the year, but I got the the monarch. Absolutely. Anything to do with history, love it. Well done. Right then, Clive's added a little Christmas hat to him, uh, to it as well. Uh, We're going to move on with the uh, Stags round uh, now. Uh, This one's a bit of an audio round for you as well. So this is a little... In fact, no, I'm going to throw in my next... um, uh, my next bonus round uh, for you. Um, I would like you to go and get me the worst present you have ever received. So this is open to all of you. Fetch me the worst present that you have ever received. Oh no! Okay, so this is Clive's off. Oh Nathan, I thought for a second you were going to go and get the. You know, if you get the poster, I'm going to be fuming. I don't think. I'll give you 30 seconds. Clive's already got it. <laughs> By the way, let us know how many you got in that last round in the comments if you wish to do so, as uh, Jamie has done. Oh. I can't physically get it because I've not got it anymore. But I know that, what it that is. That doesn't count, okay. does it? Uh, before... I know it doesn't count, but I know what it is. I know what it is. Right, before we do that, Nathan, how many did you get right in the Christmas round? Three. Okay. Uh, Cam, how many did you get right in the Christmas oh, round? I feel good about myself. I got three. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Nathan did get plus points as well. Jamie got eight in oh. that round uh, as well. Uh, and in terms of Gris- um, the Christmas gift, he says links Africa uh, for the worst for the uh, for the worst Christmas gift. Nathan, what's yours? A suitcase. <laughs> that's quite good. You're always going hard I mean, on this, so that's helpful. Yes, but at the, at the time, I wasn't, and it was just it was just very random. You know, it's not something you expect at Christmas, to be honest. So <laughs> that's why for me, I'm putting that down as my uh, one of one of my worst. Okay, fair enough. Uh, right then, Clive, what are you going to go for? As uh, I was trying to give you time to uh, finish your ice cream, uh, what are you going to go for? Sports Direct mug, massive Sports Direct. You can't mug. go wrong with a Sports Direct. Oh, mug. Do you, can you do you dare name and shame who got who got it, you, Clive? No, I don't. <laughs> fair fair play. One that says size matters on it as well. <laughs> fair, one of those. fair play. Uh, Cam, what's yours? I've not physically got it anymore. Right. But I think my worst present was, um, I think it was, I think it was a secret Santa a few years ago. It might have just been gift giving. Um, Nathan got me a grow your own girlfriend. <laughs> that was a superb gift at the time. Very required. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, you know what? Yeah. That that's a good gift. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give, I'm not going to tell you how many you got, but I will say this last what? year at work, um, there was a member of staff who hadn't had a go- who was single, was always moaning about not being in a relationship. I also brought them the same thing, so uh, so you know yes. I I think that's a it's a good gift. So I'm not going to give that. Right, let's move on. Pen and paper time, then people. <laughs> Eyes down for 
Eyes down for your next round. This is the one we love at Christmas. Uh, we're going to go for, to keep it on the Mansfield theme, let's go uh, for the Stags round. Uh, the first part of this Stags round is going to be um, an audio uh, round, uh, which we'll play in just a minute. I'm going to play you. We all know, obviously, post-match reaction and everything. Uh, we all know that um, sometimes the post-match messages can get mixed up. Unfortunately, the tape recorder... Um, has got a little bit mixed up and a little bit chewed up and we've had a bit of a mismatched Stags post-match um, post-match interview. There are 10 Mansfield Town related uh, voices in this clip. All you've got to work out is who they are. I will play it three times for you, so listen very carefully. Here is play number one of the Stags mismatched post-match interview. I'm really pleased with the performance. Um, yeah, definitely. It's brilliant, obviously, to start the games. Uh, and then kick on for another um, another run then. I love it. Yeah, I think so. You've got to. Um, you've got to make sure that... This Saturday to see... Yeah, he's actually got an idea of what he wants. Please, someone cross it to me. And, um, yeah. I do think, like, uh, obviously this Saturday we are, the, we are the underdogs and... They should play four. I just, I just don't like three. So there you go. That is play number one. Uh, just give me a number, Clive. How many do you think you got out of that 10? How many could you identify out of that 10? One. Okay. Nathan, any advances on one? Six. Six? Seven. Seven. Wow, okay. Cam? Seven? Um... I've got two written down, but I know more. I just need to get them in order. Right, okay. Well, order won't necessarily matter, but I, will, I, might, right. give you, I might give you a bonus point for order. But here you go. Here is play number two of three. I'm really pleased with the performance. Um, yeah, definitely. It's brilliant, obviously, to start the games. Uh, and then kick on for another, um, another run then. I love it. Yeah, I think so. You've got to. Um, you've got to make sure that... This Saturday to see... Yeah, he's actually got an idea of what he wants. Please, Tom, cross it to me. And, um, yeah. I do think, like, uh, obviously this Saturday we are, the, we are the underdogs and... They should play four. I just, I just don't like three. Okay, well, James Perch doesn't like three, uh, but it's time for the uh, the third play. Here is the third and final play of the Stags mismatch post-match interview. I'm really pleased with the performance. Um, yeah, definitely. It's brilliant, obviously, to start the games. Uh, and then kick on for another, um, another run then. I love it. Yeah, I think so. You've got to. Um, you've got to make sure that... This Saturday to see... Yeah, he's actually got an idea of what he wants. Please, someone cross it to me. And, um, yeah. I do think, like, uh, obviously this Saturday we are, the, we are the underdogs and... They should play four. I just, I just don't like three. OK, we're going to crack straight on with the, uh, with the answers. OK, so... Uh, can I just say? You can. can I just say I got two. You got two. He thinks you got two. I got four. Cam's got four. Nathan, you were quite. You had quite yeah, a few. Yeah, I think I've got nine. You've got nine, right? Not okay. One. Go Cut on then. Name, name your nine for me, Nathan. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Doesn't matter about the okay. order. John Radford. Yep. Jamie Maguire. Yep. John Dempster. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if I'm not sure. I was sure the first time. Now I'm not so sure. Craig Priest. <laughs> I'm sure you was in there. I'm definitely not in there. You're not in there. I'm <laughs> sure you're the one saying you couldn't this How arrogant would I have Thank to be you. to put myself in there? Are you sure? I'm sure you are. Yeah, no, I'm definitely that was your voice. I'm definitely know, not in there. Definitely it's not in there. Been. Go on, carry on. Okay. Mal Benning. Uh yes. Fermal. Yeah. Christian Pierce? No. Uh James Perch. Yes. Fuming you get you said that one. Uh Adam Murray. Yeah. And the last one, I'm not 100% sure on. I think 
Paul Digby. Now, if any of you get that, this is going to be unreal. Right, let's. <laughs> I'm going to play it uh, softly and uh, and reveal who it is. So, kicks off with John Radford. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's Matt Reed. Oh, no. the games. Uh, and then kick on for another. Jamie Maguire. I love it. Yeah, I think John so. Dempster. Um, you've got to make sure that oh. this Saturday to see. Yeah, he's actually. Rakesh Bigham. What he wants. Please, I'm Adam Murray, Chris Beardsley, <laughs> Samal Benin. Yeah, I do think like uh, Ryan Tafazzoli. We are the underdogs, and they should play four. And James Perch. Oh, Clive was going oh no through that. How many did you did you get then, Clive? Did you I get some wrong? I actually thought I'd got two. In fact, I've got none <laughs> because I thought the first one was Cam. <laughs> what? And I thought I thought the third one was. I'm, I'm done. I'm done, boys. I'm I'm done. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Right. I'm well, still sure you was in it, Mr. Proof. I was definitely I was definitely not in it. So Clive, you... like me and Cam I... thought the same thing. Oh. I also want to complain. Right. We're up against it. We've got a deaf candidate. Right. You can't you can't hear in that ear. Okay, fair play. It's his well, hat. Well, it's that hat. Well, there you go. Well, that's, that's your own fault. Uh, Cam Ham- blind and he's got a heightened sense of hearing. Well, no, shut oh, up. Yes, that's true. No, no, I'm not having it. Uh, Jamie what? in the comments <laughs> says he got seven. Uh, Cam Ham, did you get? I got three in the end. Nathan Ham. Craig was in it. Nathan Ham, did you get? Um, uh, one, two, three. Seven. Seven. Seven for Nathan. Nathan. On this. Seven for Got Nathan Edge. Right. Here we go. I'm going to... What we're going to do is, because we are running a little bit uh, low on the old uh, Zoom time again, we really should have paid for it. Um, I'm going to do the five segs questions, and then I'm going to get you to log out and log back in again. Um, and then we can do the, the final general knowledge uh, general knowledge round. Everything's on a budget here. Right, here we go. Let's kick on with the stags questions again. All you need to do is write the answers down, then I'll rattle through them at the end. There are only five questions in this round. Here we go. So, question number one in the stags round is... Who was the last player to score for the Stags on Boxing Day? Who was the last player to score for the Stags on Boxing Day? Thumbs up when you've got it, and I'll move on to the next one. Awesome. Question number two. When Alan Marriott infamously scored against Wrexham, what colour... Was his goalkeeper's top? When Alan Marriott infamously, infamously scored against Wrexham, what colour was his goalkeeper's top? Thumbs up when... got a bit of a disadvantage Even the blind man knows this. I'm going to say, I'm <laughs> sure he'd know it. Uh, thumbs up when you've got it for me. Question number three. Had fans been allowed to travel this season... How many miles from the one course stadium would we have travelled? One way, not both ways. There's not a fifth, not like, There's no, no options, no. No options. No. Craig Priest, you are an evil man. Yes, I am. Isn't it great? I'll give you a clue. It's over a 1,000. And it's less than 2,000. Can I be closest gets the point? Yes. Sick. Yeah, Clive's got it. Nathan, have you got it? Cam's got it. Nathan's got it. Question number four of five. Echoing Gull. Echoing Gull is an anagram of which Stag's manager? Echoing Gull. It's an anagram we've not had before. Echoing Gull. An anagram of which Stag's manager? Thumbs up when you've got it. Nathan's got it. An easy one, Nathan. 
If I've got it right, I might not. <laughs> Echo in goal. Cam's thinking about it. I'm going to have to rush you, Jantz. No idea. Next. Clive's got no idea. Fifth and final question in the Stags round. The Stags faced Cheltenham in round three of the FA Cup in January, but when was the last time Mansfield played a team in the same league as them in the Cup, the FA Cup? And for a bonus point, who was it? And for another bonus point, what was the score? Is that the last time we played somebody in the same league in that round? Yes. No, no, not in that round, just in general. Oh. In the FA Cup. So the Stags faced Cheltenham in round three of the FA Cup in January, but when was the last time Mansfield played a team in the same league as them in the FA Cup in any round? So one point for that, and then a bonus point. Who was it? Another bonus point. What was the score? Give you 30 seconds. Answers time. Who was the last player to score for the Stags on Boxing Day? Nathan, who was it? I remember, so I've gone with Neil Bishop. <sighs> CJ Hamilton. Paul Vale, last minute equaliser. Yes, it was CJ. It was it was CJ Hamilton. Well done, uh, Clive. I'll come to you for this one. When was Alan Mary? Uh, when Alan Mary infamously scored against Rex? And what colour was his goalkeeper's top? That's a trick question because he was wearing a dinner jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a trick question. In that case, I'm going to say white. Ooh, wrong answer. Nathan Edge. Pink. It was pink. pink. Well done. Uh, number three, had fans been allowed to travel this season, how many miles from the One Course Stadium would we have travelled uh, in one journey, not a round trip? Cam, I said it was between 1,000 and 2,000. What have you gone for? 1,183. Nathan. 1,321. And Clive? 1,777. The closest was Nathan. The correct answer. So, Nathan, you get um, you get one point. Everyone else gets none. Unless you wrote this. 1,497.1. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Very precise. Uh, well, you know, you've got to be, haven't you? Uh, echoing Gull is an anagram of which Stags manager? Uh, Clive, any, any guesses you... Uh, I, I really, I'm, I'm clutching at straws, but I think it's somebody called Luigi Con. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Cam? In Italian. In Italian? No. What about in English? What was oh, his well, name? Colin, Colin Luge. <laughs> Definitely not. I hate Colin <laughs> Cam's not got a clue. Nathan saved the day. Well, if I'm right, it's our greatest manager of all time, Graham Cochran. No, it's not. Oh, it's, it's, Nigel, it's Nigel Clough. Oh, well, I was right about the greatest manager of all time. <laughs> You're not having a point for it, though. Uh, and uh, question number five. The Stags faced Cheltenham in round three of the FA Cup in January, but when was the last time Mansfield played a team in the same league as them in the Cup? Was it, uh, what year was it? The answer was 2016-17. Well done if you got that. Uh, bonus point, who was it? Clive, any ideas? Lincoln. Ooh, no. Cam, any ideas? I want to say Plymouth. 
correct answer. Well done. And uh, so you get a bonus point. And uh, the result, oh. the result. Uh, we lost 1-0. Wrong. We lost 2-1. So, well done. Oh, if you managed to managed to get that. Right. So, oh, okay. one point for 2016-17, one point for Plymouth Argyle, and one point for lost 2-1. Also, if you got Kane Hemmings as the goal scorer, we'll give you another bonus point. Did you all catch the answer to the last uh, question, by the way? Um, yes. Excellent. Kane Hemmings. Yes. Well done. Right. Let's go to crack straight on. With the uh, the general knowledge round, um, so um, uh, so there you go. We're going to crack straight on with the general knowledge round in uh, just a second. Uh, Jamie says he got four points in that one. Let's get your scores though, Clive. In that little stags round, how many points did you get in that one? Zero. Zero. Uh, Cam, any advances on zero? I got three in that round. Three in that round. Nathan Edge, what did you get? Uh, very disappointing too. Very disappointing too. Right, last round. It's going to be the general knowledge round. Uh, there's going to be 10 <coughs> questions. I'll get through them as quickly as I can again. Then at the end, I'll do the answers. Then that will be it. Uh, and then we'll have our very special play of our Mansfield Matters um, oh, no. Christmas song. Christmas yes, everybody is uh, grimacing already. Right, here we go then with uh, the general knowledge round of, um, of, the, uh, of the quiz. Here we go. Right, general knowledge round. Question number one is on my piece of paper, which I've not hovered over yet. Here we go. Uh, question number one is this. Gino DeCampo is the current host of Court Classic Family Fortunes. How many hosts of the show have there been excluding Gino? How many hosts of Family Fortunes have they been excluding Gino? And for a bonus point, one point per person, can you name them? No Googling, by the way. I'll give you 10 seconds. Clive's good. Nathan's good, I think. Cam's good. Right, let's move on. Question number two. What is the capital of Australia? And if anybody puts A as an answer, wrong. What is the capital of Australia? Thumbs up when you've got it. Clive's good. Nathan's good. Cam is good as well. Um, please don't put the answers in the comments, by the way. Um, question number three. What nuts are used to make marzipan? What nuts are used to make marzipan? Oh, I came up with these questions as bloody nuts. Shocking. Clive's got it. I can deduct points, Cam. That's all I'm saying. Damn nuts. <laughs> Nathan, these questions get more random every year. Nathan, have you got it? Well, I didn't make the. I didn't do these questions this year, so that's probably why. Uh, question number four, Cam. This one is p particularly for you um, because you know you you were in a bit. Of, you you wanted to get out of the podcast on Saturday because you wanted to watch the final. Question four is this. Strictly Come Dancing has been on air since 2004. Bill Bailey was named the 18th champion. Name the other 17 winners. Oh. <laughs> I'll, give uh, you, I'll give you that. I'll give you... Uh, Roberts. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of cricketers. Um... A member of McFly. 
Yeah, I know that one. Couple of boy bands, singers, soap actors. Air from Waterloo Road, newsreader. Big Daddy. Can't believe you're giving out clues here. That's just I ain't got a, I ain't got a clue. Well, well, that's it. That's why I'm giving out clues. I realise that some of these questions might be a little bit too hard. You cannot have a question with 17 answers. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you can, and you have. <laughs> here we go. Oh, here we go. Question number five: Netflix hits *The Stranger* and *Safe* are both based on books by which best-selling author? Netflix hits *The Stranger* and *Safe* are both based on books by which selling author? Cam, you know you've not seen *Home Alone*. Please tell me you've seen one of these. No, no idea. Nathan, have no you? Idea. Nathan, have you uh, divulged? I'm sure I told you to watch one of these. I have. I've seen them both actually. I really enjoyed them, but I couldn't tell you what book they're based on. That's just ridiculous. Well, there you go. Uh, right, question number six. Clive has got it. Uh, question number six. Who is currently ninth in line to the throne? What? Who is currently ninth in line to the throne? Oh dear, ninth in line to the throne. Oh, what number was that? That was number six. Question number it's seven. He's got to be Danny Dyer. <laughs> He's number ten. Question number seven. Who? Oh, sorry. Yeah, question seven. What was the original name of Mickey Mouse? What was the original name of Mickey Mouse? This joke is a Mickey Mouse. Calm down, Cam. That's it. I will deduct, I will deduct points. I will deduct points. <laughs> Question number eight of ten. Lee Mack is the head writer and star of which long-running BBC sitcom? Oh. See? You've got one you know, and now you're not so lippy, are you? Can I just say that calling that a comedy is stretching the word? Oh, no, it's great. A star. Top-notch. I mean, Cam... It's the BBC, though, so it's questionable. Cam, we know your tastes. Um, you, you're a man who dislikes Home Alone. So, yeah. Uh, question... Hey, listen. Listen, Cam's not wrong there. <laughs> he is wrong. He's very, very wrong. Uh, question number nine. Uh, according to Google Maps in 2017, the fastest route by car from the Land's End Visitor Centre to John O'Groats... Is how many miles for one point and takes how long for another? I'll run through the questions so far again whilst you've uh, whilst you're just going over that. So question, in case you missed them. Question number one was, uh, Gino DeCampo is the current host of Court Classic Family Fortunes. How many hosts of the show have there been excluding Gino? Gino, bonus point, name them. Question two, what was the capital of Australia? Question three, what nuts are used to make marzipan? Question four, uh, name the other 17 Strictly Come Dancing winners apart from Bill Bailey who won it this year. Question five, Netflix hits The Stranger and Safe are both based on books by which best-selling author? Question nine, who is ninth in line to uh, the throne? Question uh, Question seven, what was the original name of Mickey Mouse? Question eight, Lee Mack is the head writer and star of which long-running BBC sitcom? 
Question nine, according to the Google Maps in 2017, the fastest route by car from the Land's End Visitor Centre to John O'Groats is how many miles for one point and takes how long for another? And nice easy one, I hope to finish. Question number 10, who served as Barack Obama's vice president? Who served as Barack Obama's vice president? Okay, time for the answers. We'll start at question number one. And Cam was scribbling some of these down, so I'm hoping he's got some of these. Uh, Gino DeCampo is the current host of Cult Classic Family Fortunes. How many hosts of the show have they been excluding Gino? What have you gone for, Cam? Well, I've put two. Okay, Nathan, what did you put? Four. Clive, what did you put? Four. Four. Four is the correct answer, so one point for each of these. Bob Monkhouse. By the way, Cam, if you get any of the, the names that I read out, you can have a bonus point for it. Bob Monkhouse, Max Bygraves, Les Dennis, and very briefly, Andy Collins. If you wrote Vernon Kay, I can't give you a point because he did all-star Family Fortunes. He never did a regular season of Family Fortunes. So, unfortunately, if you wrote Vernon Kay, our survey says... <coughs> Uh, question number two, what is the capital city of uh, Australia? The answer, anybody know the answer? Canberra. Canberra. Canberra, correct answer, well done. Uh, question number three, what nuts are used to make marzipan? Anyone Almonds. know? Almonds. Almonds is correct. Question number four, I'll list all of these off. I know you didn't, no one will get all 17. Um, strict... I've got some. I've got quite a few. Well, well, we'll see. Strictly Come Dancing has been on air since 2004. Bill Bailey was named the 18th champion. Name the other 17 winners. So one point if you said any of these. One point for each. Natasha Kaplinsky. Jill Halfpenny. Darren Goff. Mark Rampakash. Alicia Dixon. Tom Chambers. Chris Hollins. Cara Toynton. Harry Judd. Louis Smith. Abby Clancy. Caroline Flack, Jay McGuinness, Odia Duba, Joe McFadden, Stacey Dooley, and Calvin Fletcher. So, well done if you've got any of them. Question number five Netflix hits The Stranger and Safe are both based on books by which best selling author? The answer was Harlan Coburn. If you managed to get that, well done. Question six Who is ninth in line to the throne? Clive, you said Danny Dyer. Nathan, who did you say? Prince George. Prince George. Cam, who have you gone for? Sorry, say that again. You went you went down a bit then. No, he's, he's gone again. Clive, Clive, what you... I, don't, I wasn't serious about Danny Dyer. Yeah, I know that. Who did you say? What if it was? I said Prince Edward. Oh, you're close, but you, you're not right. Cam, I'll give you one more try of you trying to say the answer. Go on. No, it was just not happening for Cam. Beatrice. Beatrice, well done. I heard it. It popped through in the end. Uh, yes, Prince Be Princess Beatrice is ninth in line to the throne at the moment. Question number seven. Who was the original... What was the original name of Mickey Mouse? The answer, Mortimer. Monty. Mortimer the mouse, unfortunately. Oh, I, said, I said Michael Mouse. No, not Michael. Mortimer. 
Um, Cam's left us. He's uh, dropped out. I think he'll try and log hey. back in. Uh, Lee Mack is the head writer and star of which Lauren running BBC sitcom? The answer yeah. is not going out. Well done if you managed to get that. Uh, question number nine. According to Google Maps in 2017, the fastest route by car from the Land's End Visitor Centre to John O'Groats is how many miles for one point and takes how long for another? So one point, if you said 837, um, let's just admit Cam back in before uh, I finish that answer. Where's he gone? There he is. He's joining. Uh, so one point for 837 miles and one point for 14 hours, 40 minutes. So Cam, just to catch up, um, you went after the Beatrice answer. Question seven, what was the original name of Mickey Mouse? It was Mortimer. Question 8. Lee Mack is the head writer and star of which long-running BBC sitcom? It's not going out. Question 9, which we're on now. According to Google Maps in 2017, the fastest route by car to Land's End Visitors Centre to John O'Groats is how many miles and takes how long? 837 miles, 14 hours and 40 minutes. Question 10. Final question of the quiz. Who served as Barack Obama's vice president? Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the correct answer. Well done. Let us know in the comments if you're playing along at home how many you got, Adam, up. Um, I'll start with you, Clive. How many did you, did you get in that one? I haven't added them up. Just hang on. All right, yeah, we'll give you a second. I got 11. So Cam got 11 in that round. I might have saved me just about. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Nathan, what about yourself? Well, you know, for question nine. Yeah. Right, for the miles, can I get a, a point for having the three numbers, but just not in the right order? <laughs> uh, well, it depends what order you went for. If, if you went with three first, then no. No, I went seven, three, eight. Go on then, I'll give it you. <laughs> oh, <that's>... <laughs> yes! <laughs> I mean, I only got five points if I get that, so it's <laughs> not very many. Well, there we go. Uh, yeah, uh, Jamie in the comments says he got seven. Uh, so obviously you've been beaten by the, the viewers, Nate. Clive, have you added them up now? What did you get in the end? I did. It took me such a long time. I got 15. 15? Well done. It's a great <laughs> score. I remember you before doing... Yeah. Doing... They come dancing questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shocking. Absolutely. Right. Well, um, that is almost it. Um, uh, Recount. Recount. For, for, for that. Uh, are you... Are you... Fraud. 12 in the end, right? I'll change it to 12. Right, there you go. Uh, that is almost it um, for that. I've just got to add up uh, all the points and uh, and everything now. Um, whilst I... Is it yeah, this, this is where it drags on a little bit. Um, happy New Year, everyone. Absolutely Happy New Year, everyone, indeed. Um, I'm going to give you uh, the opportunity, uh, Cam, and this is my Christmas present to you, to ask a Mansfield-related question uh, using Nathan and Clive as your panellists. This is your three minutes where you actually get to host the podcast. Ugh. Don't blow it because I've got to add all these up. All I'm right? going to ask them a question. Yeah, you've got you've got to act as host now. All right, then. Um, it's gone well already. Uh, am I going now? Yeah, it's, no, it's not a quiz question. It's just a general topic question. General Go topic on, discussion. Um, FA Cup then. It's something that we're going to come up with in a couple of weeks' time. Um, genuinely, are you bothered about it? Because I think it, I see it as a burden at the moment. Go on. With, our current, 
like the current situation of just what where we are in the league table, do you think it's going to help us, i.e. in the getting some money into the club and um, in prize money, or do you think it's just an extra game that we've now got to play? Nathan, I've got my hand up. Go on, you, you go for this, Clive. Um, given there are no crowds, I think it's a waste of space. Had it been normal football with normal crowds, the sense of anticipation that the FA Cup brings is absolutely important. And to get to the third round with the possibility of drawing a big club, whether you do or not, it's just the most exciting thing. We've lost that because of the way this season's panning out. So under today, what I'm saying is, yes, I think it's important. This season, I don't. Good discussion, I'm guys. Gonna, Keep going. I'm going to come in. I'm halfway through. With you both. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to disagree with you both a little, only a little bit. Um, so for the moment, whilst we, um, you know, whilst there's a few teams in the lower league still in there, and you know, the couple still left in the conference uh, and a couple in our league. Obviously, we've got to get past Cheltenham first. But as long as if we can get home fixtures against the lowest rank team at home I'll, I'll take it because it's a winnable game and it's money in the pot and you've always got that chance of uh, like uh, we have against Cheltenham it's being chosen not for TV but for uh, the BBC or, or FA.com uh, streaming which is which is again more money coming into the club so it's a revenue possibility and you just never know if we can get through to the fourth round you don't know where the restrictions might be and if we're at home again we at least might get some of us into the ground. So the longer in it, the better. And the old argument that me and Craig like to say about, certainly about the checker trade anyway, or whatever it's called these days. Um, cool. John's, uh, that's it. Um, it. It is an opportunity to build some momentum. Uh, and we've seen it with many clubs in the past. Lincoln, uh, certainly in the conference days, that that boosted them to get them up. Uh, us, even ourselves, actually, playing Liverpool, uh, got, got us on a, on a good run. So you never know. And it, and Sunderland, I mean, you know, beating them got us on a decent run in the league a little bit. So actually by going on a little bit of a cup run can uh, can kickstart your, your season. So I get the point about I'd be gutted if we got someone like Tottenham or Man U or Arsenal away because we can't go. However, if we can get some easy home, well, easier home ties, then I'll take them. Hey guys, great discussion. Love that. Clive, well done on a fantastic audition for when we eventually get rid of Cam Felter. It's yours. Oh, it's, it's, it's yours. You were going to ditch us tonight for Matlock, so you pipe down. Uh, right. Hey, work is work. Time, well, time, I, I wouldn't know furlough and all that. Time now to reveal the all-important answers and scores. So, that was the 2020 Mansfield Matters Christmas quiz and game show. I awarded some bonus points along the way, and I can tell you that... In fourth place, but he did miss a round, was Clive. Finished on 17 points in the end, minus one for the snack. It's me dinner. Actually, no, I've got it wrong. My maths has got it has gone wrong. I've done I've done adding up wrong. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to let this music bed play out and uh, and, and do it again. Oh, no. <laughs> Cam knows what's coming. Cam knows what's coming now. I'm last. This Christmas is that Christmas round. It's screwed me over. In l- fourth place, last place, some may argue, with 15 points and minus seven to his total score. By the way, Cam Felton 
In yeah. third place, despite missing a round. Minus one for the sausage roll, Clive. Sausage roll was great. You had to have the stupid flavours in that. Shocking. Uh, with 17 points, is Clive. In third place, playing along in the comments, well done to Jamie, who scored 27 that he knew about, but I give him two bonus points for various other things along the way uh, as well. Which means this year's winner, with a whopping 43 points, and remarkably no minuses, it's the internet sensation, Mr. Nathan Edge! Oh, what a proud moment. Excellent work. Excellent work. Oh, dear. This is top of my year. Well done to you, Mr. Nathan Edge. You are this year's winner. Clive, thanks very much for joining us uh, as well, and thanks very much for contributing to the podcast um, in the comments and various in various other ways over the last year as well. We'll see you on uh, on Saturday. Bit of admin to do uh, with the fellas, so uh, and we're going to say uh, we're going to say bye to Clive uh, in just a second. So let's wave bye bye to Clive, everyone. Clive, thanks very much for joining us. Have a great Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Clive. There he is. He's gone. He's gone out. He's out of the Zoom. Um, there we go. We are all good. Uh, Cam's camera has disappeared as well for some reason. I don't know why, but there you go. Um, boys, that's... He's crying, that's why. That, that is almost it. Time now, though, uh, for something we've been waiting for. It's nearly the end of the show. Um, we want to say, first and foremost, thank you to everybody that's watched, commented, uh, and uh, you know got involved. We are, of course, back on Saturday on Boxing Day for... Um, uh, for the pre-match and for the post-match show. But first, this is our gift from us to you. This is Last Mansfield Matters Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. You thought we'd not bothered, but at the last minute we've cobbled this together just for you. I'll turn off now, to be honest. Last Christmas, we made a mistake On the very next day, boy did we pay This year, to save us from tears We brought in someone special This Christmas, we've got a fight on our hands We're rubbish at home, but we're not bad away It's time to kill those comp fears yes we've got someone special once been and twice shy I'll keep our distance but you're still terrible, my terrible. Come on, Stags fans, club can reignite us. Let's forget this year, it's just a big nightmare. Mansfield matters, no matter how we're playing, good or bad, just like these bloody lyrics. Now we know what fools we've been, but believe me now, our day will come again. Merry Christmas, everyone. 
We apologise for the terrible singing. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And that from somebody who doesn't like or know the film Home Alone. Uh, Clive says, oh my freaking ears. Uh, Jamie says, shocking, yes. And as Nathan said in uh, his uh, little thing there, we apologise for the awful singing. It was these two's idea. They completely take the blame for it. Um, ridiculous. Um, this year has been an absolute shit show, if we're honest, for everybody in the UK. Um, obviously, not being able to go to football has been a massive blow for us all as well. But we hope that with all the stuff we've done through lockdown, with all the shows we've done and everything like that as well, uh, and then all the stuff we've done on the match day, the virtual match days, etc., that's given you a little bit of Christmas cheer. So we wanted to put this show on tonight um, just to say thanks for watching, thanks for listening, thanks for joining in. And no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, just because we can't go and can't be together, we will always be together. So I just wanted to say... Have a very, very Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year. Nathan, if you want to sing along, feel free. You were the one that wanted to sing it live. No, you've all been treated no. off. Can't believe that you're not singing along to it. Callum says it might just about top poor old Mariah at number one with that one. Well, to be honest, if a bloke can get to number one singing about sausage rolls, then I think we can get to number one with this. It's yeah, a Mansfield mate. Matters Christmas. Music by George Michael and whoever it is, Wham. Lyrics by all of us. Terrible vocals by me, Nathan Edge and Cam Felton. Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, that's it for us all this year. Your final messages to everyone. I'm going to start with you, Cam. We've got about two minutes. Uh, very, very briefly, in 30 seconds if you can, your Christmas message to everybody following Mansfield uh, Town this year. What, what a mental year. Go out and enjoy Christmas, but enjoy Christmas safely because anything that we do over the next few days is going to impact on what we're able to do in the new year and if that means that rates go up and, and whatever and lockdowns go up it means the chances of watching football this season go down and down and down and we all just want to get back to the back to field mill as soon as we can and and, and feel that match day buzz but until then um don't forget to join us 15 uh, an hour quicker 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 and 15 minutes after the game for all your Mansfield Matters needs because Mansfield always matters. Nathan, you've got literally 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, I uh, hope everyone has a fantastic Christmas. Thanks for joining us. You've uh, we, we put this on to hopefully try and keep you all engaged and the fact that you've all joined us made it even better. So uh, Merry Christmas from myself, uh, from all of us. And we'll look
forward to seeing you on Boxing Day for hopefully three points. Absolutely. My thanks to Cam Felton, Nathan Edge and to Simon and Mercer who couldn't join us uh, today. Happy birthday to Peter's dad, by the way. To you guys at home, thanks very much for watching, for listening, for sharing and for getting involved through this absolutely mental year. Have a fantastic Christmas. Make the best of it. Love those who are around you. And remember to pick up the phone as well and speak to all your mates and all your family members. For now, though, make sure you join us uh, about uh, at about uh, 11.50 on Boxing Day uh, for the pre-match show. And 15 minutes after the full-time whistle, um, of course, uh, as the Stags take on Scunthorpe on Boxing Day. Merry Christmas to one and all. And to all, a good night. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Goodbye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.